First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Adam Vinatieri will attempt a 45-yard field goal to try to tie it. Snap, ball down, kick up on the way, and it is good! It is good! Adam Vinatieri kicks it through the snow, and we're tied at 13! Hey, what's up, fellow diehard Boston sports fans? Thanks for checking out another episode of the Boston Sports Blitz. I'm your host, Steve Thompson, joined as always by Chris Blackie. How's it going, man? Well, it's been a few days since the disaster in Foxborough, but all things considered, I guess it's going okay. Yeah, I mean, the first half was a shit show. I think we can both agree on that. Yep. The defense played decent. There was a couple of big plays. I mean, one of them, what was it, Hardman? Yeah. That, That was an absolute strike. I mean, you can't. Jones misplayed that a little bit, but I got to give credit to Mahomes on that one. That was a frustrating play because, you know, like you said, Jones misplays it, and they catch uh, Deron Harmon. He's flat-footed at that point. He had no shot in hell of tackling him. No. 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 I mean, so there's that play on, I think it was second and 25 when they scored. And then there was another, like, third and 20 that they converted on the drive that got a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, the start of that game couldn't have gone any better. They scored on that little flea flicker to Edelman, 7 nothing. 
Then J.C. Jackson gets a pick like three plays later. They're at the 40 of the Chiefs, and they get negative one yard. I'm like, are you kidding me? That really hurt. I mean, if they get a touchdown there or even a yeah. field goal. It's game over. That changes the whole complexion yeah. of that football game. Yeah, and you know whose fault it was on that series? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Josh friggin' McDaniels. <laughs> How many friggin' times are you going to run to the left side without trying the other side? So they do left side – and they do straight up the middle. You can say what you want about Sony, but if you tell him, hey, go right up the middle, he's running into a friggin' brick wall. What do you want him to do? On the left side, like two, uh, one of those plays on that drive, literally half the KC defensive line shifted towards that side because they knew which way they were running. Well, I mean, you've you got to credit the Chiefs for studying film on that one. Oh, no, it's cheating. <laughs> yeah, right. Forgot. No, I mean, I, I'm not – it was a great play by them. Absolutely. You scout and figure it out what they're going to do. But, I mean, that's the thing. Like, McDaniels has been predictable as the sun coming up and going down every night all friggin' season. He's it's horrendous. Normally, it's, <laughs> I love it. It's normally about this time of year where we get, you know, feisty Steve and it comes to McDaniel. So the tone's <laughs> set. Everything's good going forward. Yeah. I just got to start sending you messages during the game and then. That's it. That's what that's missing <laughs> is, is the in-game messages. Oh, yeah. It's happening this week. I'm done. I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt for new receivers. It's over. It's go time now. No you know, time like just, the present. It's like, Jesus Christ, what are you doing? I don't care if they're new. It's your friggin' job as the offensive coordinator to, you know, realize what their strengths and weaknesses are and go accordingly. That's what Belichick and company have been known for for the last 20 freaking years. Right. And it's not just defense. It's everywhere. Special teams, offense, defense. Well, he said today that they got to get Harry more involved, so we'll find out. In space. I'm like, what is he, reading my tweets? Jesus. Maybe. <laughs> I'm like, a little credit? Come on. <laughs> Maybe his ears are burning all the time. Yeah. yeah, he's like, what is that burning? Oh, it's Steve telling me to get Harry in space. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he saw we saw what it happened when he got it in open space and then – when they got absolutely screwed on the no touchdown call. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. And, and what was even more sickening was the explanation after the game. Oh, oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, we couldn't. None of us saw what happened, so we marked him out at the three. What? It's and, just just another shit show. Yeah. And, you know, the last time they lost at Gillette, guess who was the crew in charge? Oh. Yeah. Huh. I don't, I don't, you don't need many guests to figure that one out. <laughs> yeah, and you remember Gene Saratora, that shitty ref from the Eagles Super Bowl? Yeah. His brother was the back judge in that game. Oh, I'm kidding. Yeah. If you noticed during the broadcast, 
Gene wasn't really saying much. Yeah, like, I didn't even notice. Yeah, I picked up on it. Like, you motherfucker. It's mm. just one of those things where, you know, that immediately when you sit there and start talking about how the rest fucked you over, you become, you know, you're crying and you're whining about the rest, but in this instance, they didn't screw the Patriots over bad. Oh, horrendous. I mean, I do have a theory, like with all the crap that come out of on Cincinnati, if uh, there was kind of directive to say, hey, we're probably not going to do anything bad to the Patriots, but, you know, let's screw them over tonight if we can. Well, a couple of plays. Well, they obviously took away two touchdowns from them because Gilmore was going to take take that to the house. Oh yeah, yeah. People thinking Hill's going to take him down when Jamie Collins is right next to him is a pipe fucking dream. <laughs> right. Collins would have put him to the freaking ground. Let's oh yeah, get real. He was probably smiling ear to ear, waiting to do that one. Oh yeah. <laughs> so they they ruled that dead. And then the Harry situation, obviously. Oh, the spot too on the third down that he was short. I yeah. didn't, no one can, no one will tell me otherwise. Yeah, not that I would listen anyways. But right, the Patriots had to challenge the spot, and they lost. It's like how friggin' typical is that? And for the people saying, you know, hey, why'd you challenge it there? Because it was a momentum thing. They were losing with, what, five minutes left in the third. They couldn't get anything going. No. So if you let them just go down there and score without, you know, trying to stop the momentum, that, that would be the next. Hey, why didn't you challenge that? The frustrating thing, even despite all of this crap that went against the Patriots, they still had the chance. Right? Oh, yeah. Jacoby drops a, a friggin' short touchdown in the end zone. Yep. Uh, who's the tight end? Lacoste drops one. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jules gets poked out on the, on the fourth down. Yeah, that was kind of a lazy effort by him. You got to go up and get that. You can't wait for that to come down. And that late, more in-game adjustments. Like, every third down, what did KC do? They blitzed. Yeah. You know, it took them to late in the third to make a freaking adjustment to it. It's like, Josh, what the hell are you doing? What's concerning for me right now about the offense is the fact that they made the Chiefs defense look like murderous row. Right. That's, yeah, I mean, very, that's alarming. Yeah, and they got to get Lacoste more involved, too, along with Harry. That guy, he's going to be decent, but some people seem to forget that these are young players in in the league. It doesn't matter if they drop the ball. Brady, swallow your pride a little bit and fucking go back to them. You need them. If you don't get them going, you're not going anywhere. Well, you know how Brady is. If you lose, if he loses confidence in you, chances are you're not seeing it. Yeah, and that's that's a massive problem. Massive. When he first when he first started out, it was always about get to the open guy. Yeah, no matter who you are. Mm-hmm. 
and then he got Welker Moss, you know. So he, he, yeah. Exactly. So he got better weapons, and he zeroed in on them a little bit more, more so than whoever's open getting the ball. Yeah. I mean, like, just look at that fourth down play right by the goal line at the end. He was going to Edelman if there was six guys on him. It didn't matter. He had mine made up. Oh, yeah, which you can't do that. I don't care if you're getting blitzed. You saw they were coming. Like, it, it was not rocket science that they were blitzing people right up the middle on that play. They showed it. They showed their hand. Hey, Jacoby, dumbass, do this. Catch the fucking ball. Here you go. He would have scored if he if his first read would have been Jacoby. He would have scored. Minimum when I got the first down. The oh yeah, guy, I don't think it was too far away from him. But yeah, he was close. But he probably could have like fallen in the end zone potentially. But yeah, I mean he gets the first down. Minimum. Yeah. You know that the the Patriots also had, had another bad break when they blocked that punt and it went out of bounds. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the field goal, you know, who was in on that field goal that got blocked? Yep. Fucking Newhouse. That guy, man. For the love of God. It's just unbelievable, like, how, if there's a bad play offensively, somehow he's involved. It's insane, isn't it? it? Oh, it's horrendous. Like, put him on, if you're going to put him in on the field goal team, put him on the edge. Not like right in the middle, so the guy can basically just walk right over him. So basically, in order for the Chiefs to beat the Patriots, it took the it it took a literally a perfect storm and some shitty breaks against the Pats. Oh yeah, yeah. It took a block punt. It took five calls from the officials. Another one that nobody's talking about is when uh one of the KC penalties. It was ten yards. They only marked off five. Yep. That was an illegal hand to the face, I think. They marked off five. It's like, what is wrong with you? And now they're saying, oh, we're going to do a complete review after the year. What the hell are you waiting until after the year for? Do it now. Yeah, I don't get that either. Do it now. I mean, there's a simple solution, really. Do what the college does. They have this sky cam thing where – if there's an F up on the field, the guy upstairs blows the play dead and they fix it. Why? Well, well that makes perfect sense. That should be implemented now. Exactly. It's a, you don't need an off season to review anything, dumbass. Just do That's it. Wild. And I know, like, you know, hey, everyone loves controversy. No, you don't. I don't care if you're a Pats fan or a, a hater. Because you know it's going to happen to you. Look at the Saints. I mean, they're not – I'm sorry. They're, because they're the ones that, you know, basically demanded that gets pass interference challenge thing implemented, they're never getting a close call ever again in a playoff game. I don't think so either. There's no way in hell. Like, the egos of the officials – are probably just as high in the NFL as they are in the NBA and Major League Baseball now. So, yeah, there is no way in hell they're getting a close call. Well, I mean, by the Saints doing that, you're more or less kind of calling them out. Oh, yeah. Yep. 
And if oh, you absolutely. notice, nine out of ten times when they go to review a pass interference call, it's upheld. Any call, really. Yeah. Oh, too, and that that one that, that Kelsey was blocking three yards downfield and they don't call it, it's like how more obvious do you need to be? Oh, how he just kind of conveniently stopped. Right. Yeah. Right, next time, just truck him. Yeah, why not? It's within – you know, f- truck them. Who cares if you get a penalty? You're not yeah, going to call it on them. Hey, it, you truck them once or twice. Have Hightower do it. Hightower trucks his ass. He's not going to do that again. No. Yeah. It's just He's too bad. We, yeah, it's too bad we couldn't have signed Welker for that game. He would have done it. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Ask <laughs> Tlaib. Yeah. That pissed me off when that oh, happened. Oh, I was – oh, Jesus. I was so mad. Because prior to that happened, the Pats were right there, and they they had didn't have the friggin' team at that point. They, they nope. did, but yeah, they had the I think Stephen Jackson was the friggin' running back in that game. Yeah, oh, that totally derailed them. But yeah, yeah, because yeah. Sleeve went down, they hell broke loose. But when Sleeve was on the field, that Denver offense was doing nothing. Right. Yep. Frustrating. I mean, the no call on door set was so blatantly a pass interference call. Oh God, yeah. And that's under two minutes, though, right? So they couldn't have challenged that, even I've if they re- had one. Was it under two minutes? If not, it was pretty close. I don't think it quite was because they said the reason they couldn't do anything was they didn't have a challenge flag. But like you said, mm. it was it was close, anyways. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. Yeah. But it certainly wasn't close to being a penalty. What is what? he looking at? That's what I was going to say. I can't figure that out for the life of me. Yeah, I almost want the uh, the league to come out. You know how the NBA does like the two-minute report or whatever? Yeah. For, I think the NFL should start doing that. They're going to cover their own ass. You know that. Yeah, true. It, at the end of the day, it's it's a business. Mm-hmm. You know what I find a little bit fascinating about the NFL? When you look up what they are, they're listed as sports entertainment. <laughs> now, I'm not going to get crazy the theories that they have, like, their mind made up of who's winning. Yeah. But sometimes you, you, you wonder. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Like... It's almost like they had their mind made up going into the year who they're going to be going for. It's crazy. Oh, I, I, yeah. It's probably so like Twilight Zone far-fetched things, but no, I mean, I'm... if you want to play devil's advocate, think about the first Patriots Super Bowl. Yeah. 9-11 happens. <laughs> Patriots. Underdog story. Yeah. I mean, America itself is largely known and started out as as an underdog. Makes you wonder a little bit. Look oh, at, yeah. Like, look at the Colts now. Not, not, not the Colts, but look at Baltimore now. They're the darlings now in the NFL all of a sudden. Yeah. All this Last year, all the talk was about Mahomes. You don't hear nearly as much talk about Mahomes now as everything's about Jackson and the Ravens. Yeah, but Mahomes, they, calls. Yeah, Mah- the Chiefs still get a ton of calls. 
Oh, for sure. Yeah, Definitely. it's both of them. And even in the NFC, I don't really see any teams over there getting calls like they do in the AFC. No. I mean, San Fran gets some calls, but. Right. (sighs) Yeah, it's just so frustrating. And then we got the stupid, you know, craft productions, the moron firm or whoever the hell they hired to do their little stupid documentary that five people probably watch. I don't get that at all. I no. can't figure that whole thing out. It's Kraft's ego. It's all. It's what it is. He's looking to brand the Patriots each and every way he can to make money. And now, you know, he might cost the team a fine and maybe a draft pick. All because of that bullshit. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely I, I, stupid. There's no way Bill was involved. Like He probably said, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, probably. Because, yeah, you know, hey, here's what's going to happen. And then they hired, they outsourced it to actually do the filming. It's like, Jesus, how many moving parts do you need to fuck up an operation? Oh, here we go. This will help. And they told, apparently they told Cleveland what was happening, but they didn't tell the home team. Like, how would you react? Like, if you're on, like, Cincinnati – and you I see would, this shit set up, you would say something. Yeah, I wouldn't be very happy about it. Yeah, you're like, hey, what the hell are you doing? Especially with their history. Yeah. It's just, oh my God, like somewhere, sometimes the crafts just can't get the hell out of their own way. Now, obviously, I mean, both of us love the Patriots. We'll support them 100%, but Jesus Christ, what are you doing? It gets tiring after a while. Yeah. And the deal with all these freaking controversies all the time. Yeah, because you know, now it's here we go. I mean, yeah. I, you know me. I never call out people on ESPN. I mean, on Twitter. I had to, yeah, call, right. out, I had to call out three different people because they're putting out false information. You want me to go back and uh, <laughs> take a screenshot of the last three weeks of you on Twitter? <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. You might want to re- revise that last <laughs> comment. It's definitely peaked. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> it's just, my God, man. When people sit there and send me messages and they say, hey, you know, your podcast partner is getting a little bit much crazier than normal. <laughs> well, Stop. He's, yeah. he's had enough of yeah. it. Yeah, I'm on like last three weeks. I've been defend the wall mode. Oh, yeah. You know, like Diana Rossini. It's like, oh, ESPN. There's a shocker. Yeah. It's it's one of those things where, with it being the Patriots, automatically red flags come up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But do some fucking research. Volan, too. Trolling Volan. Oh, he's just a clown. I swear he's just stupid. People say it's an act. I just think he's stupid. He makes no sense. Like, for weeks he was, you know, for 10 days, oh, get rid of Antonio Brown. He's not worth a headache. Ever since, oh, you know, they really could use Antonio Brown on the team. Oh, I know. They bring him, oh, my God. And everyone screenshots him because they know, like, two weeks after he does something, he's going to 
say something else. It's just a endless circle of, I don't know how, the mm. words. Come up with an adjective. It's just a, right. it's a shit show. Yeah. That's why Bill hates the media. I mean, everyone wonders why he gives short answers and basically tells them to go fuck themselves without actually saying it. It's because of the media and how they act. Like, Volan was like, oh, you know, I don't know if this is verified or not, but hey, I'm going to throw it out there anyway and see what happens. You can't do that. No. Like, you should be fired. People like like us can do shit like that. Yeah. Because we don't work for the Globe. We don't work for a big newspaper. Yeah. So you can kind of, if you want to be be that that person, but it's a slippery slope. Oh, yeah. But when yeah. you're with, like, the Globe or the Herald or, I don't know, New York Times, any any of the big, huge papers in the country, you can't just throw shit out like that and expect huh. it to be gospel. Yeah, ESPN, too. They shouldn't be doing that. If they had integrity at all, they wouldn't be doing that. They wonder why they're losing subscribers, all of them. Hire me for a day. I'll tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because you're all hiring uneducated hacks that instead of doing five minutes worth of research, they just throw shit out there just to see what happens. Oh, it must be true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They want to learn something. Go talk to Matt Chatham for five minutes. Yeah. yeah. He's all over everything. Well, yeah. mm. and I yeah. almost wish Brewski would quit ESPN. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that one. No, I don't either. You know, he should be like, hey, start controlling your minions or I'm out of here. He should be at NFL Network. That, Just yeah. Him. Yeah. Or yeah. the local guys. Right. It's hard, like, even dealing with the local reporters who are, you know, they're not all shitty. No. Uh-uh. But for the most part, it's a freaking cesspool out there. Yeah, I mean, I like Tommy Curran. I like Jeff Howe. Well, yeah. to me, to me, anyways, in my opinion, when it comes to football for the Patriots, Howe's number one in the area. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. By a wide, wide margin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then, he's good, and uh, I like I like Phil Perry. He's pretty on on point a lot. Yeah, yeah, and then like Adam Schefter actually came out and said, "Hey, nothing to see here." As the it, other idiot was, you know, purposely putting out other information, misleading people, and that's the thing. Like people, other fan bases still take ESPN as gospel. That's half the problem. They it's don't research. The yeah, they don't research. Oh, it's ESPN. They would never lie. Right. And they hear the name Patriots, they automatically going to give you they're guilty. Oh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't, it yeah. doesn't matter if they're 100% innocent. In the court of public opinion, the Patriots are never going to be innocent. It's not going to happen. Right. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Not until this, the Belichick Brady era is over. Yeah, I probably until, yeah. until then, 
they're never going to win the. And even after that, I think this is just what it's going to be going forward. Yeah, I think they'll both have to be gone. Like, cause I who would take your pick on who leaves first? If the other person's still here, like that's reputation still going to be here. Like this is one of the most I've seen Tom Brady be relatively feisty overall. Mm-hmm. I mean, year. yeah. I mean, look at the game, like that interception, the co- Lacoste, that was a bad throw. You don't do that. Yeah. That's, he totally he, got baited. That's like, oh, my God. I think as soon, I think I could hear him saying, uh, fuck, as soon as he threw the football. Oh, yeah. yeah. Quarterbacks, he, no. As soon as yeah. he loses, I'm like, oh, shit, that's a pick. <laughs> Instantly. And I'm not yeah. throwing the football. I'm looking at him like, yeah, that's going to get picked up. Yeah, because it wasn't really hard thrown. You know, it was kind of just up there. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, so using it too. Yeah. Instantly, I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah. That's going the other way. Yeah, you just, you can't do that. They're, they're kind of walking on eggshells right now until they figure it out. So you can't turn it over. I mean, they've been really good about that up until this week, so I'm not going to bitch too much. But you can't throw that. I know you want to get – Get another touchdown. You're feeling good about yourself, but man, that one stung. Yeah. You know, and then the, the Kelsey fumble. I know I'm kind of all over the place right now, but that's just the way it's going to be tonight, I think. Yeah, that's, that's every week. <laughs> I ain't nothing, though. But this, the, Kel- the Kelsey this- fumble, the refs are told, let it play out and we'll look at it on replay. Nope. Boop. Blowing it dead. Yep. Yep. Are you high? What are you doing? Yeah, well, you know how it goes. Yeah. Like, if I'm the commissioner, those clowns wouldn't even have boarded the plane home. They would have been canned. The commissioner's probably in on it. Yeah. <laughs> Integrity. Yeah. Integrity, my ass. Yeah. Us, all of us fans bitch and moan about Goodell constantly. Even this time's players will sit there and say shit about Goodell. Yeah, but the owners love him. Mm-hmm. Like Money. He is, he is not going anywhere. So you just might as get used to him being around. Yeah. Patrick hey. Chun had a had a great tweet at the. Oh Jesus! The yeah, it was late. It was like around midnight. Did you see that? Oh yeah, yeah. You uh, can bring it up. Yeah. I'll see if I can pull it out. Mm. Let's see. Well, I'll have to go check it out. Yeah, expect a couple of pats to get fined this week for criticizing the NBA way of doing things. Hey, you know. You know, we fucked up, but hey, we're going to find you anyways. Right. Patrick Chung, great game by the Chiefs and their fans in, ex- in quotations. <laughs> they both beat us. Well-deserved, I guess. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That'll go over well. Yep, I would say so. <laughs> Oops. Just can't. I mean, he had enough of it. I don't blame him. I mean, the defense was lights out in the second half. Freaking three points, gave up like 90 yards total in the second half. 
they held Mahomes, I think, to 57 yards passing. That's absurd. Yep. Uh, I just saw something else and you got me on Twitter here. <laughs> Monday, the Monday morning quarterback account. The Patriots have lost all benefit of the doubt, which means Roger Goodell should punish the Patriots no matter what. Oh, that's probably Albert Breer. He's oh, one of the – yeah, he's he runs that, I think. Michael Rosenberg wrote it. Oh, well, I know Albert's part of them. It's just – so are they not going to – you know, do is due process not a thing anymore? Nope, not on Twitter. It's bullshit. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be a story. It already is a freak. It was on it was on NBC Morning News this morning. Mm-hmm. First thing, boom. Well with all this shit going on in our country right now, the freaking lead story is about the Patriots. Yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ. Are you <laughs> kidding me? What a disaster. This still don't make sense. What the fuck were they even doing looking at Cincinnati sideline? Yeah, it's a bad look for sure. Like, I'm sure Bill let Kraft have it privately. He has to. You know, what yeah, they, I don't get it. No, like, like what the Kraft should do is fire whoever the hell is in charge of craft productions. Oh, you, he's got to be out by now, him or her, right? You, yeah. No, I mean, you got to make it public. Hey, this isn't what we do. The person has been fired. Right. I don't, that, you know, that should have, that should already happened. And they got to tell people it did. Yeah. It's this. Ugh. Get craft yeah. on the phone. I'll tell him. Call him up tomorrow. See if yeah. he answers. He's <laughs> you got nothing to lose, right? Yeah. Have to get the number from Murph. I'm sure he's got it. <laughs> uh, that's my train of thought about the Patriots, too. Yeah. Anyways, they had a meeting down in Dallas, I guess, owners or something, a meeting down there, some, some football meeting. Okay. And he. Kraft met with Goodell, I guess. He came out and reporters asked him, and he just said, "You you know all you need to know." So, who? Kraft said that to the reporter. Wow. You know all you need to know. What? Yeah. Well, oh my... Let me see if I can pull up the actual part of it. Let's see. Where the hell is it? One of the big guys must be having it. Oh, for Christ's sakes. While you're looking at that, uh, NFL informed clubs today that projections for the 2020 salary cap are in the range of $196.8 million to $201.2 million. This marks a 40% increase from five years ago. Wow. Money, right? Yep. I mean, well, that's the thing. Like, do you think with all of this, do you think Brady's about had it enough around here? Well, 
I'm glad you brought that up because I was just <laughs> going going through his Twitter trying to find the actual quote. Ryan Hannibal, I don't know how reliable he is, blue check. Tom Brady has stepped down as honorary co-chair of the Best Buddies Challenge. Huh. Julian Edelman and Jason Tatum will take over. Brady still will serve as global ambassador. That ain't good. Right. So what 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 goes on now? Because he's someone who uh, has always been about that type of stuff, and now he's stepping down. Are they out of Boston, best buddies? I believe so, because Jason Tatum's taking his spot. So it's oh. going to be Jason Tatum and Julian. Damn. What do you think? You think he's gone? I still think he's retiring. I don't think... I don't know, I just think, remember how we always said, you know, when he doesn't look like he's having fun anymore, he's going to retire? Yeah. I think he's getting there. Just had enough of it. Yeah. And I really, I swear to God, like, he does not want to play on another team. I don't care who leaks it. It's just this, you know how it is. Giselle's not, Giselle's not having it. Like, you think, oh, yeah, he's going to move out to California. Yeah, with his supermodel wife that makes twice so much a year as he does. Like, anyone who's married knows who runs the household, and it's not the guy. <laughs> no, so, no comment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Jerry Jones is going to bring him in. You're out of your mind. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Or Miami. Like, what? His kids are in school. You know, you don't pull your kids out of school unless you have to. He doesn't need the money. Here we go. I just found it. <laughs> and he's 43, or he will right. be. Ian Rappaport is the one who wrote, broke it. Hmm. Patriots owner Robert Kraft walking out of a meeting with Commissioner Roger Goodell. Declined to stop and talk to reporters here at the league meeting in Dallas. You know everything you should know, he said. <laughs> Jesus. I'm not quite sure to make it that I am I'm like confused tonight. Me too. Seeing like that broke prior and now this whole Brady thing just dropped recently. Mm-hmm. There's bad, bad mojo going on right now. Maybe, maybe you like you say he's just gonna say the hell with it. Never mind, yeah. I'm just all done. Cause he, I think he looks around right now and sees what they have on offense, and at his age realizes it's gonna be very difficult going forward unless you bring in someone who's going to be like head and shoulders above what they have now or their offense takes a huge leap. Yeah. But like you said, I can't imagine him just playing on another team. That'd be pretty wild. Yeah. Hey, it's what do you think of this week? You think they're actually going to roll Cincinnati? Well, they're in a, they're in a no win situation. Mm-hmm. If if they win barely, 
their offense still sucks. If they roll, oh, it must have something to do with the recording, right? Right. Oh, yeah, they got what they needed from the tape. Yep. <laughs> Jesus. One and twelve, and 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 this is something we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like we said, it's such a bad look to even do it in the first place. I don't care if they're one and twelve, twelve and one. You know, you know what I mean. One and ten. You just don't do that. After what happened in Spygate, you know, if you're doing, you know, something for your documentary, which I still believe they were, you don't do anything close to this. And no, you don't, like, you don't hire a, you don't go, you don't hire a consulting firm to do it either. You have a full time staff that does it, so you can always be on the same page. You don't allow them to outsource anybody for that taping opera, you know, for the documentary operation. Period. End of discussion. Because that's when all the shit happens. I wonder, hire, how, yeah. I, I wonder how common that is. Right. Yeah. Maybe it's a common thing and we just don't realize it. I mean, that not everyone does a do-your-job type documentary. Right, right. But, I mean, how do every game is recorded. How do these so-called fans of the NFL think the All-22 and stuff is created? Thin air? Magic? Must be. Yeah. It's like, what the hell? Like, oh, the, the games are being taped. No shit, dumbass. And the other thing, who the hell uses signals? Right, yeah, nobody. When you have a helmet, audio to the helmets. Yeah. Where, I mean, the people on the field who have a green dot, do they just have them on magically just because? Yeah, that's the decoy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, college does it you know they hold up freaking numbers and shit which i don't get that at all like if you're in college like if you're a decent college qb they should allow them to have like the headset and stuff and help them prepare for the nfl you know one thing they have to learn coming into the nfl if they did right. it in college that's i don't get that part especially you know all the the big conferences like the SEC and stuff, they should be doing that. No question about it. It's wild. But yeah, it's, oh, I can't wait till Sunday's here so we don't have to talk about it anymore. Right. I mean, you know, they're going to levy something down by the Friday. It's probably going to be a Friday afternoon news dump. Patriots yeah. have been fined. Moving on. Happy weekend. <laughs> Friday what, afternoon at five. What type of a fine you think what they're looking at? Probably a hundred grand. Jesus. Yeah. Well, because the last time, I mean, the, the it was a lot more severe last time. They had tapes for like years on years. This one is one tape. You can argue, I guess, or on how long the the footage is or whatever. But didn't they say eight minutes? Yeah, I mean, it depends on who you listen to. Like, Cincinnati people says it's way longer than that. But that's probably just them talking right. out of their ass. I think it's 100000 ish 
I just can't wrap my head around what the need was. They even have the camera aimed towards them. Right. I mean, my God, me and you could be on the Patriots team and we could still win against the freaking right? Bengals. <laughs> God forbid the Bengals win. Can you imagine that shit, oh. Joe? Mm. Oh, it's not happening because I just traded for Mixon with you, so yeah. guaranteed he probably ends up with five yards rushing this week. Yeah. So. <laughs> You're welcome, Pats fans. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean – I know, I'm still not giving up on them. I still think they're going to figure it out. Call me stupid, call me naive, or maybe call me smart for realizing what they've done the last 20 years. And I don't think this is a circle the wagons type of thing because I don't think the controversy is as severe as the other ones. And it doesn't involve the players or the coaches at all. It's, this is just like film idiots totally different right but in the court of public opinion it's not yeah you're not gonna make any of them ever happy though like you could you could suspend bill and brady for the rest of the year and they would want more blood so yep don't even try well the the good thing about the patriots offense now if they figure it out in time it's going to be coming into the right time because it's going to be right around the playoffs. Yeah, really the right time because there's not really going to be any film for other teams to prepare for. Right. <laughs> You'll say they figured it out in week three. All, all the teams, how they have all that extra time to go back and look at stuff. Now it's, you know, two, three weeks for them to look at. Well, take the A-B situation. As we're talking conspiracies and everything. Yep. Which we both love a good conspiracy. But the Patriots signed him and we hear all this bullshit about, you know, the scandals and everything else. Prior to that, we heard nothing. Nothing yeah. at all. So even if he doesn't, you know, make a dumbass phone call or text or whatever the hell he did in Gillette Stadium. Yeah. Who's to say that? Roger and them don't come down on him anyways because he's on the Patriots. Oh, he would have. So what are you going to do? You're you're in a position now where you're screwed no matter what you do. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So that's why a lot of people keep saying, well, if he just would have shut his mouth and not did anything, there's no guarantee Roger's going to let that play out. Right. Oh, he was getting pressure from other owners, no doubt about it. But that's probably enough for the Patriots. You want to jump into the Bruins, or you got something else you want to bring up? Oh, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, they, we really—they. I don't want to spend a lot of time on the Bengals because they should kill them. <laughs> they should. They really should. Like that'll be a big talk next episode if that doesn't happen. Oh Jesus! But, you imagine? Right? But the Bruins, yeah, the Bruins. Bergie's back. He scored last night. But they're in a little bit of a funk. I mean, Chicago, they should have beat them. They lose an OT. You know, it was Pasternak tripped or not. I mean, it's debatable, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we're going to be really honest about the overall play of them of late, 
they're getting the results they need. Now they're on like a three-game losing streak. Yeah. But overall, the play has not been very good over the last seven games. Yeah, a couple of weeks, right? Pretty close, at least. Yeah, yeah. Overall, they keep waiting to the third period to wake up, and that's going to go. If they play tomorrow night the way they played against Ottawa, it's going to be over quick. Oh yeah, Washington. Oh yeah, Jesus. You're already one in fifteen against them as it is. Yeah, that game scares me a little bit. And then they oh the very next night they got to take on Tampa in Tampa. Yeah. And then they got to play Florida. So your most winnable game, you got rocked in. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Yeah, they look so bad. It's not out of the realm of possibilities. They don't even pick up a damn point on, on this right trip. That's a legitimate possibility. I mean, it's to, to me, it's probably gonna how they play tomorrow night's probably gonna dictate how the next few games goes. Like you said, if they come out and get shelled by Washington, well, I mean, not good. How the hell Heinen did not score on that goal is not a freaking mystery. Right? Oh, yeah, just just for the haters. I mean, that was like absolute gold for them. See, that's why he shouldn't be here. He sucks. Yep. Yeah, but. Disturbing as all hell. But Cricket's on DeBrusque, though. That guy hasn't done shit in a month, but, hey, he does good celebrations when he scores, so. We're good. He's very streaky. <laughs> oh yeah. That's half of his issue. Yeah. He goes he disappears for a while and then he goes into one of his you know, streaks in ten ten games, he puts up fifteen goals. Right. Yeah. And that's what's frustrating to me about some Bruins fans though, is they have very selective amnesia on like who they get mad at. Oh, I you mean, are not fucking kidding uh, about that. You know, you got the Rask haters. Couldn't be more critical of them if they tried. You know, you got the the brusque haters and lovers. Same thing. I Either, still, you know. I still hear shit about Trachy still. Right, which how? I can't understand it. It's no. like. Krejci's been one of your best friggin' players on the team this season. Yeah. I mean, he's not past, He's not doing pasta or what Brad's doing, but he's doing what he does. Pasta's yeah. is a little bit of a funk right now, goal-wise. Yeah. What's he up to, four, four games now without one? Yeah, I mean, you knew that was going to come, though. Yeah. There's no way that was going to uh, continue for the whole season. My God, that would have been no. Gretzky-like. Talk. I went back and went to some of his stats. Gretzky. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 212 points in one season. Jeez. Is that good? That's pretty average. <laughs> Jesus. But overall, the road trips should be good for him because they should get back to basics, but it's not an easy road trip by any stretch of your imagination. No. You lose, you lose to an inferior team in Ottawa. Then you got Washington, who's always a freaking problem. Tampa, who's not playing the greatest this season, but is still Tampa. And for one reason or another, the Florida Panthers always give you problems all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. That West—I mean, the Florida trip—that's always a tough one. 
so like I said, there's a legitimate possibility they don't pick up many points here. And honestly, I kind of wouldn't be really shocked if that exactly what happens. Hmm. Hopefully not, but if it does, you're going to start getting really hear the pressure for them to make a move. Because let's be honest, Brett Ritchie's not going to cut it. Right. They still need a legitimate second-line winger. So they got issues right now. They, they got to work through it. I'm glad it's happening now and not towards the end of the season. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of how we thought they would start the season. Yep. You know, just a little delayed. Oh, I definitely caught up to them. Yeah. I mean, what was it last year? Their November was ridiculous too, right? And then I don't remember how they did in December. Last year? Mm. No, I don't remember. Yeah. They had one stretch where they were, like, unbelievably good. Right. Oh, yeah, Tampa I remember. was just Tampa, so. Right. Yeah, we'll see what happens. They did make some adjustments, figure it out, get that power play going. I think they're, like, one for 20 now. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's wow. not going to cut it. No. That team, that team is way too, way too good. I mean, there's your issue. Way to do that. They seem to be taking more penalties lately, too. Like stupid ones. Like McAvoy's had a rough year. I mean, so, he's for his standards. I mean, he's hitting people, which y- yippee, but you got to stop turning the puck over. You got to stop whiffing on your own end. For the love of God, can they hit? Can they just hit the friggin' net? Right. Yeah. I mean, Heinen, yeah, but the other guys, too. Hit the net. Heinen's been snake bit in the last few, <laughs> <Right>. few games. <laughs> like, yeah. if things go the other way, he probably gets a friggin' hat trick yesterday. <laughs> Nilsson had 38 friggin' saves. Wow. Yeah, Ron Hextall between the pipes. Hex, uh, Heinen got stone cold like three or four times. <clears throat> yeah. One of them he kind of like whiffed on right yeah. in front of the net. I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, everything gets magnified by 10 mm-hmm. with him. <laughs> He's not like – I think people – I don't know what they expect from the guy, honestly. He's not. He's never going to be like a 35, 40 goal scorer. Never. No, no maybe. Never going to happen. What does he make? 2.7, 2.8? He makes 2.8 million a yeah. year. Yeah, so that translates to 35 goals, 40 assists, obviously. Right. Yeah. That might be uh, low. Heiden uh, is your prototypical third line winger. Yeah. Who can play basically anywhere they want to put him. Yeah, he's kind of uh, moved up and down out of necessity. Exactly. Well, what the hell does that tell you? Yeah. So if Bruce Cassidy is moving him up and down the lineup, I think he knows a little bit more about hockey than the common Joe watching on TV. Right. <laughs> yeah. How about uh, you know coming out and attacking the people on the above lines that aren't getting it done? Yeah. Well. <laughs> you know how that goes. <laughs> right. 
Well, like if we go back and talk about Nebraska. Nebraska's all consistently played in the top six since he's basically been here. Mm-hmm. I get it. People, like you said, there's a lot of people that don't really care for Nebraska. There's others that are like crazy about him. Yeah. But if you if you're gonna be in the top six, you need to produce consistently. Mm-hmm. That's your job. You can't go on these long streaks where you're not getting goals or, or whatever the case may be. He's a good player. I like him. Yeah. But some of the names where you people want someone like a uh, like a Taylor Hall, right? They're gonna want someone like a DeBrus as a starter. Oh yeah, I saw like some of those Facebook Bruins groups are absolutely freaking comical. Oh yeah, let's go Taylor Hall and let's give them all our bad contracts. How about John Moore, David Backus, and a pick? That yeah. should get it done. I'm like, oh my god, are you high? Yeah, it's gonna be way, way more than high. It's you gotta be like methed out or something to yeah. you know, think that that's even remotely gonna get it done. Like you imagine if like Sweeney actually offered that scenario and they never talked to him again. No, no, like he wouldn't even get the little pick part out, and they would have hung up on him. If they pick up the phone to talk to the Devils, they should only talk to him about Paul Mary. Hmm. Which would not be easy to do. No. Given that you could get it done, but you'd have to get, you know, you'd have to get creative for that to happen. Did I hear right? Like for Taylor Hall, they want like a defenseman in return. They're going to, for someone like you, they're going to want a blue chip. Yeah. No, and, and probably at least a one minimum. Yeah, and I I'm not, I wouldn't trade like Vakaninen for him. You don't know what's happening with Krug. Oh, I wouldn't do it. No, like say you trade for Hall, you trade Vakaninen. Taylor Hall leaves in free agency because he's not he he's done with his contract after this year. It's very likely. And then Krug says, "Oh, go fuck yourself. I can get eight million a year from." Whoever. I'm having chest pains, but go right. on. <laughs> like, then where are you? You're screwed. Well, I mean, it, it yeah. definitely would be a problem. Right? It's like, what are you doing? Like, I mean, you know me. I'm always like, let's go with the kids. Like, it, to me, like, if he wants, Krug wants six and a half, see you later. We have oh, kids. Oh, I'm know. in. I am yeah. absolutely oh, yeah. in six and a half. Yeah. That's where I draw the line. I'd I'd go as high as seven. See, I'm not. No way. Way too, way, way too valuable. Hmm. We could do it. We could do an entire podcast on <laughs> on the on his of you yeah. know what he brings. Yeah, it's I just can't do it. Like with everyone else, they have to resign coming up. I mean, if you if you go like seven for him, Debrusque is probably gone. He he's a re- restricted. He ain't going nowhere. Yeah, isn't that weird how, like, restricted ones never get signed by other teams? It's the only league where, for the most part, restricted free agents yeah. do not move. 
Well, every, I mean, you, every once in a while, you'll get an offer sheet, but that's very, very rare. Oh, Martin. yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's restricted. You can still trade him, right? Well, he wouldn't be a – well, let's – Once he signs that restricted deal, you can trade him. Yeah, at that point you could. Yeah, so – DeBrus, he's not going nowhere. He's fine. Mm-hmm. All the way he's going anywhere is, is if they trade him. Right. I don't see happening. If they trade to Brussels, it's for a big player. It's not mm. going to be a, a minor move. No chance of that happening. Right. So would you put him in the deal for Hall? If you could get like a extension out of him? <sighs> it's part of it. If I can like a sign and trade? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes, I would do that. Yeah, I would too. And I like the Brescia a lot, but like you said, Paul he's too different. streaky. Yeah, I mean that guy's a former number one pick. Yeah, he gets he's a little bit injury prone too, so it it doesn't come without risk. Any right. does. Oh, it's hockey. Yeah, I mean, I think David Back is the wasn't it the first time he ever missed time is when he came here. Or yeah, pretty, he's, it, he's basically been an Iron Man. Yeah, so, you know, figures. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. I still think it's going to be Toffoli, if anybody. Yeah, well, what, what do you have to give up to get him? Probably a draft pick and maybe a, a mid-prospect, I would yeah. guess. Yeah. I don't think you have to break the bank. I would throw. I would see if they wanted John Moore in a package deal for him. Yeah, and a defenseman. The other person I want to know who does what anything well is Brett Ritchie. For someone he's, with yeah. size, he's he don't use it very often. So let's con. It's very alarming to me that that's the way he's playing. I don't get it. Ah, me either. The other thing is something else, because eventually at some point, freaking Kevin Miller's going to come back at some point, right? Yeah, I mean, is he coming back or you trade them? Christ, at this point, you're – who knows? You're, he had a setback. That's all I know. Getting information out of the Brewers is damn near impossible. Right. Yeah, oh yeah, geez, good luck. <laughs> you can see clear as day somebody like gets a shot to the head. Oh yeah, upper body injury, he's day to day. Right. <laughs> so. And when and when Don Sweeney and the Nalian company go into free agent mode or anything like that, they yeah. go into like Camp David style stuff. Right? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> they hunker down, and that's the end of it. Yeah. You're not hearing nothing until one of the big boys drop it. Hmm. Yeah, that's when you got to watch Mackenzie and stuff. Yeah, well, I... I Drake, Drager. <laughs> yeah, I... I uh, fall Freeman quite a bit. So... What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. You all set? 
Now, Celtics, they've been oh. playing pretty well lately. Jalen and uh, Taysom, the new fire and ice combo, like Jalen likes to say. Now, I got to give both of them a ton of credit. Man, they're, they've really stepped up this year, both of them. It's, they're both getting close to 20 a night. They're reliable. Knock on wood, they stay out of foul trouble. Injury-wise, they're good. The team's playing awesome. Kemba, he's just a perfect fit here. I know we've said this before, but he's just so perfect here. It's you know, Cantor's back healthy. Tice is back. Smart's kind of injured. You know, he's got like the oblique issue and other stuff. He's been dinged up for a while, but the team's playing really well. They get a tough one tomorrow against Indiana, but you know, they smoked Cleveland last night. They're fun to watch. I mean, the only thing that I didn't really like what Brad said was the other day, he's like, our number one goal coming into this year was to be liked as a team. I'm like, what? It's like the number one goal to me should be winning, but okay. <laughs> that just seemed weird. Did you take anything off? Am I overreacting a little? I don't know. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. He seems to have – I think he said that maybe to – kind of ease tension a little bit with the fans in the area. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to scan the Twitter scene. I just seen something I didn't like. For? The Patriots, but. What? I, uh, yeah, I'll talk to you up here about it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's, uh, yeah, as far as the Red Sox, who the hell knows what they're going to do? Anyone's guess. I, I, I'm I'm going on record immediately that you're not going to like it, but Mookie's not going anywhere. So cancel the reservations of him leaving. Hmm. I believe he's going to sign. Oh dear God! It's coming. It's going to you watch and see. Oh, it's going to be like the doomsday scenario. Jackie Bradley's going to get traded. Our buddy Murph's going to lose his shit. And I'm going to lose it after they sign Mookie to the freaking Trout contract. Lock our band for him when that when that happens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we might have to go visit him, make sure he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> are, are they actually actively pursuing a trade with him? Yeah, they've talked to the Mets and a couple other teams already about him. Jesus, really? Yeah. So I mean, him in shot that he's gone. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, Jeff Passan and others are talking about it. So When it gets to those levels, that's pretty serious shit. Yeah, it's not good. Like, unless Syndergaard's coming back, I'm, I don't really want anything from the Mets. Except for that 86 World Series, but I don't think, right. that, I don't think that's coming. No. <laughs> so, all right, well, if you want... You want Jackie Bradley? Hand over that trophy. No? All right. Well, goodbye. <laughs> Doesn't Pr Price have a uh, no-trade clause? Uh, it might be limited. I don't think it's full. But no, he probably no. wants out of here. Probably. 
Yeah, I mean, that's the other thing. Like, supposedly there's several teams interested in him, which I kind of question that. I think that's kind of Red Sox PR machine going to work. Could be. Could be. Good possibility. Hmm. But, I mean, it kind of seems, you know, Strasburg's re-signed with the Nationals, so that's kind of cool that free agency is actually going to happen this year. Well, you know, <laughs> there's still other dominoes to fall. So yeah, oh, and, you know, a minor one. D. D. Gregorius is signing with the Phillies, right? So yep. That hurts the Yankees a little. They're going to go all out for Jarrett Cole, and they're not going to get him, and it's going to be glorious. Oh yeah, for sure. Before you settle. Because supposedly they're going to offer him like three hundred million. He's not worth that. I mean, come on. People didn't learn from the price contract, but okay. Like seven years, 300, whatever million, like by year three, like that's going to look like a bad deal. Well, I mean, going back to this whole price situation, there was a report from Ken Rosenthal that uh, Ben and Tenney might be enticed, thrown into a, a trade chip too with Yuck. him. Yuck. <laughs> Who the hell are you going to get? Right. If I like uh, I if like Benny. If it's strictly to this, all sounds to me like it's strictly to slash payroll. Yeah, yeah, to overpay an idiot. <laughs> well, you idiot. you have it out for him. No, I he's just gonna get way overpaid by them. I can already see it coming. That's what they do. They make moves based on you know fan reaction. You better get yourself a goddamn ice pack or something. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm prepared for it. You know, look at the, you know, Panda. Reason they did that so they could sell freaking merchandise. Right. And they finally got that idiot off the books this year and they're going to do it again with somebody else. I wonder what JD Martinez is thinking right now with all these rumors. Right? Yes, he said he re up expecting they were going to be a, you know, contending team. Yeah. If you don't get good returns on any of these trades, he's going to be a little bit upset, I think. Oh, oh God, yeah. Why not? Why wouldn't he be? He's not a spring chicken. No. No, he's not. So if he was led, you know, to believe that, hey, we're not tanking or whatever you want to call it, and then they come back to shedding payroll left and right. Like, it's going out of style. I'd be mad, too. Well, I mean, if you – they did their – you know, what they do during the season for, like, events and whatnot at Fenway, like, promotions. Yeah. And there's, like, a Mookie Betts Cat Day or some shit like that. Oh, yeah, in May. Yeah, yeah so he ain't going nowhere. Eh, maybe that would be like a day to remember him type of thing. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> He's going to sign for like $30 million per, and you're just oh. going to go bald completely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm already halfway there, but yeah. yeah that's going to be the last straw. Oh, yeah. Just shave it. Yeah, get it over with. <laughs> yeah. 
And then when he hits 195 in the playoffs again, I'll be like, yep, told you so. You'd be saying, well, I'm glad I shaved my head. Right. <laughs> yeah. I just don't get the whole he's 27, going to be 28, and now's the time he's going to hit in the postseason when he gets a huge deal. But what? Well, they've been trying to sign this guy for like four friggin' years. Yeah, and he keeps saying no. He keeps going to arbitration every goddamn year. Mm-hmm. At some point, you got to wonder if this is what he actually wants. You know what would really suck is if he's t- playing them along. You know, okay, I was saying, they said doing to get the money. He's like, yeah, fuck it. I'm not, I'm not coming here. Right. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> gotcha. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm good. I'm you know I'm I'm already pretty much prepared for it. So. Well, we'll yeah. see. Right. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But yeah, that's all I got. You got anything else? That's it. Cool. Yeah. So thanks everyone in advance for checking out this episode. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a review. Share it with all your Boston sports friends. You can find our check out the website diehardbostonsportsfans.com Facebook we got diehard Boston sports fans and Boston sports blitz Twitter we got S Thompson 603 diehard boss fans Boston sports BLZ what's yours Chris mine's Chris underscore blackie yeah definitely chat with both of us we uh, both like to chat debate you know Hard to get us to shut up, especially me lately. Right. But, you know, so check us out on Full Press Radio. So have a good day or night or whenever you listen to this one. See ya. See ya.